0: Can we start with like a funeral dirge? I think that'd be good.
1: Chopin funeral March, played by the Edithon Concert
2: Band. I'll 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 get I'll get something. I'll put
3: something. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, are you can edit this one, Julian. Oh, you, final, you know, sorry. You know what? I just, I series. haven't
2: I haven't edited anything in so long that I've just been like, oh yeah, clearly I can. But uh. I'm I'm yeah, all sure. for you it. Know you know what? I'll, I'll start I'll, the I'll way it is. I'll bring it back. It's hey. been a long time since I've had a wrap with four
3: <laughs> audio tracks. You know? I've had it easy over here. I love it. I got a busy week. I, this I, is perfect. I've had, it, I've had it easy over here.
1: But, uh.
2: <laughs> welcome back. To the Hex Trinkers podcast. I'm Jules. I'm joined by my co-host Eric. Hello. Oak. Yo. And Chev. Hey. And we are a long time playgroup during the multiverse in the hopes of leveling up both our game and yours, and frankly, I don't know how long it's been since I have said those words, but it's been a minute, boys.
3: It's been about a month since your last confession. It, it has
2: been... I would say it's gonna say, its probably so. been about exactly a month, actually. Yeah, uh, we, we <laughs> had the holidays and the New Year and all that. We're, we're, everything was copacetic. We saw each other. What am I saying? People don't care. But, uh, you know, happy holidays to everyone listening, and then Happy New Year and, and all that good stuff. And as citizens of the world are want to do new years new new uh new you and all that stuff we're Wait. gonna do our customarial look forward slash new Year's that's a good one. resolution is that a word you know i kind of just i don't think so no it's not no
3: <laughs> no <laughs> uh,
1: julian you watch glass I, onion I by not, the way no. i've heard it's good i i have not uh, i Spoiler. haven't spoiled into it <laughs>
3: Just curious, well, is that a, we'll is we talk t- about it. Are they making up words in there, or is? Are they making up words? All right. Anyway, tune in to find out. We're actually sponsored by Ryan Johnson. Yeah. He slips us a twenty under the table every once in a while. I thought it was Rain, Rain Johnson. Johnson. I thought it was I. Ryan Wilson could be the Rain guy Johnson. from The Office. Oh, I'm. I think I'm thinking of Rain. <laughs> <laughs> Dwight versus the guy who made Blue Milk. They're they're a bit different. <laughs> Blue Milk.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, it's um, Ryan Johnson. Star Wars
3: Episode Johnson. Eight when they got uh they got Luke drinking that blue milk and getting a oh, mustache. Oh shit! Yeah, you see, I, I watched about the
2: first twenty minutes of that movie and I was like, "This shit sucks. I'm never watching this again." And I turned it off.
3: That was a good call. Anyway, we've we've taken a bit of a detour.
2: Um, <laughs> that is yeah. that is correct. Compr- yeah.
3: Comprisial? What, what was the word you made up, Julian? Uh, custom
2: Which I did just attempt to look out, uh, look up, and it's not it's not a word. So, uh, no, that makes sense. As is custom, as one
3: might do. We're we're gonna. All right. So before we jump in that,
0: I, I feel like we need a clarifying. Yeah, we,
3: we, we got something as to why the funeral
0: dirge started us
2: off. Yeah, <laughs> we,
3: we got something we should probably um, mention before we jump into. To this I didn't know if episode. we were going to do that at the, at the end or not.
2: If we were to we finish up and we we're just like, we, we got to be up front with our <laughs> That's listeners. That's it. It's literally they've, they've
3: been with us uh, for, for a while now. We got to we got to you know, we can't we can't pull the rug out um, at the end of an episode. So anyway, before we get into today's episode, we we have a bit of news and it's, you know, it's. A little unfortunate, but I think it it allows us to kind of build and do something later if we want, and that is, this is going to be the last episode of the, the Hex Drinkers main podcast for, for a little while. We're going to take a bit of a hiatus, we're going to figure out if this is something we want to continue in 2023, if there are changes to the format we want to do, but as it kind of stands, this is going to be our sort of goodbye and a look forward, not just into 2023, but ourselves and the relationship we have with Magic the Gathering. Uh, going forward for this year so you know with that it's been it's been 89 plus 11 12 brew crew episodes um rivaling on 100 (laughs) over 100 if you count the uh, the house of commons and after dark stuff and it's been a a really great run since the beginning of the pandemic when we started this um but we we want to take a a time to kind of revisit how this was launched and you know what makes the most sense for all of us now that the world is a bit different than it once was Anyone have things they want to add on to that? I
2: just want to thank everyone who has listened and supported us over the, the literal years. I feel like that's just like, oh, I want to thank everyone <laughs> who supported us over the years. Actual <laughs> literal years. About about almost three years now, mm-hmm. which is pretty crazy. Um, and I want to thank all the friends we've made in the community along the way. And uh, just because we're, we're not putting out podcasts, uh, at least for a while, we will still be around and reachable the the email is not going down the twitter accounts will still exist uh people if you want us to guest on your shows and your your youtube videos uh we are more than happy to uh but we will just not be producing an official offering of our own at least for a
0: little bit To out what julian said thank you to everybody the support has meant the world to us but also specifically uh i'm sure that oak and i both feel this way thank you to julian and chev were the ones who came to us and started this idea and uh the oh what's the fucking avengers line uh, like there was an idea oh, yeah. i forget the rest of it i will find the line uh, i'll put it in to start a, a team in. oh wait no wait okay. no i'm gonna get yeah. i'm gonna get but, i'm gonna get
2: uh terms of service like into oblivion never mind i'm not putting that in there yeah don't do that
0: the mouse is gonna eat our ass uh but
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> mouse <laughs> The title of this episode, the mouse is going to eat our ass. (laughs) Somebody write that down. Somebody write that down. That's only
0: the title if Julian puts in the line.
3: (laughs) Um, Anyway,
0: you guys were the ones who came to us with the start of this idea. I'm sure the game nights would have ended up happening regardless and I'm sure we would have ended up talking about magic a ton throughout the years but uh, you were the ones who got this project started and uh, everyone can feel free to appreciate the squad but know that these two really put in the... A, a lot of work to make this project happen.
3: Yeah, thanks, guys. It would not—it would not have been the you thing can. it was without and all. And thank us. you for for Anchor for hosting us for three years. And, um, and well, fuck you, you, hey, you Anchor, for stopping stop sponsoring us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Boom can say that now because you don't sponsor us reason reason for real reason. Fifty bucks. The drinkers are stopping. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we have no income. <laughs> Uh, no, we don't have no income. We, we got shooters true. out there. True. Thank, thank you to our, <laughs> as true, Eric
2: said, true. our shooters. You know who you are. Mm-hmm. Oh. So we've all come together. New year, new us. We have made some, some resolutions. We have some hopes and, and maybe even one bold prediction uh, about the coming year. That is the year of our Lord 2023. These can be anything from product releases to deck building to actual uh, mechanical play and anything in between. Whatever it is we want to talk about. That is this episode. So does anyone, does anyone want to start off with a resolution that they have for this coming year?
0: All right. I have a bold prediction that may not be bold at all. I don't know if this oh is good. We're, we're,
2: we're on the last episode, but Eric's still just coming in and flipping the script, doing whatever the hell he wants. We were going to do predictions at the end, but he's just like, I'm going first, and I'm starting with the last thing. Do it. Hell
0: yeah. It's like the most interesting thing that I have to bring to the table and it's the Planeswalkers are going to get uncompleted. Mm. Uh, Wizards of Cowers, they don't have the nuts for this. There's no (laughs) way that they're going to kill, like, essentially kill, like, I think like eight of the main story
3: narrative characters. So this kind of plays into a prediction that I saw rumored around. So first, um, there was a situation with Cards from Phyrexia, All is One, or Mother of Machines, or whatever it's called. Um, <laughs> All Will All Be, will be one. one. Yeah, I'm thinking March of Machines. Uh, but All Will Be One with cards, rare cards from that, in Dominaria Remastered packs. It doesn't seem like it was intentional to the amount that they were happening. There's, mm. there's been leaks of All Will Be One, but leaks is normally associated with people like taking pictures of cards that were in production. This has been people opening packs of Dominaria Remastered and finding cards from the upcoming set in there. So it was a bit of a snafu. Uh, Scryfall has now published a lot of those pictures um, because they came from a to approved source, and now the information is out there, similar to the Ixalan leaks uh, from a while ago. So we do know some of the Planeswalkers that have already been completed. This includes Nahiri, which was in today's story, uh, Nissa, which is one of these these spoiled cards, and Luca, who was in um, uh, just, just a card that was shown off in something else as well. So we do know that some of these characters have already undergone this process. Um, I think what I found more interesting was the community take that this is the end of Planeswalkers. Like, maybe they get completed, maybe not, but if, if the world tree is on Phyrexia, which is what they've been building, and we know that March of the Machines is going to be like a massive multi event, and we've seen people battling that aren't planeswalkers, um, which would make you question, you know, what plane are they on? Um, maybe legendary creatures will be able to tra- traverse the planes, and so I don't think we'll get ones that are... I, I, I would like to think they remain completed, but I think they might turn into legendary creatures, or everyone sacrifices their spark to kill Phy- Phyrexia, therefore uncompleting but also remaining legendary creatures. Because for the amount they've been building up a change, it'll probably just be like, equipments are now enchantments or something dumb. Um, But I think there's a chance that this could be an actual change to the format as a whole.
1: Yeah, Chev, that actually flows directly... Are you drinking a margarita? I am drinking a margarita. (laughs) That flows directly into my my prediction. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, that's awesome. Um... My, my prediction is that uh, following the events of um, March of the Machines, uh, their interplayer travel is going to become possible for any character oh. through mm-hmm. some. I mean, means. we got Tezret's Bridge. Uh, I was thinking of this from more. Bridge. True, yeah. I, I, I wasn't thinking from like a. Right, the ability
3: to. Yeah, like, like, like I, the, the current system would break, yeah. not like the current system exists and we have a way around
1: it. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of like I I was mostly thinking of this from a Mm design-centered like standpoint. Wizards like wanting to put like legendary characters in new situations and stuff like that, and not having it focused necessarily around planeswalkers as the uh, recurring characters in like the story in between sets. Some a lot of legendary creatures are beloved by uh, a lot of the Magic community, and being able to put, um, you know, like. Thalia on Ixlon or something like that, just as an example, would be, like, an interesting uh, thing. But, I could have, um, we we do know that uh, there is an aftermath set coming mm -hmm. out for um, March of the Machines, in which, like, I I think the explanation we were given was something like it will, like, tie up some loose ends on the changes that happen to the universe, so we know there's going to be something big and... Yeah, this is my this is my sort of hypothesis that, uh, like you said, Chev, the World Tree is there. Um, the the it seems like the planes are sort of like colliding into one another, yeah. uh, Alara style, <laughs> and yep. uh, I think there's just going to be like pathways between them that non planes walkers
3: are like a multiverse. I mean, this also plays into Commander is the biggest money maker for Magic currently by far, and yes, we have Commanders that are, are that are planes with the text, you know, can be your Commander. But if Commander is the number one vehicle to sell cards, you need a legendary creature in the command zone. So either there's a change to Commander that Planeswalkers can be in the command zone, kind of like uh, Brawl. Or we have to um, kind of move forward with legendary creatures being the vehicle that are pushing sets and ideas as opposed to Planeswalkers. Like they would have been prior to the Commander format's kind of big break.
2: I don't think there's any way that they're going to be like, yeah, we're just done with Planeswalkers. But if they were, I would be hype. Because not only do I agree that like uh-huh. I I I agree with uh, something that Oak has said on the podcast many times of like just like the the old storytelling before we had Planeswalkers was just so much better, um mm. and Planeswalk uh, frankly a lot of the Planeswalkers we have now are not good narratively and like uh, just n- I, I, yeah lame. lame 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 not that good lame. as, there's yeah and and it's just whatever but also I think taking Planeswalkers out of the game for things like Well, it really only affect, like, standard, but I think that would be huge for standard, like, in terms of, like, health of the game. And, obviously, no more Planeswalkers means no more Planeswalker power creep, which means that, obviously, there's busted-ass Planeswalkers in all the other formats, but we wouldn't get any more Mm. of
0: them. No more No, No more (laughs) doubling season problems. (laughs) No more fucking... Where it's like, ooh, you did forget the planeswalker's starting number can't be half of its ultimate cost, and now this planeswalker's broken. Oh just like just the, the stupidest shit that happens yeah, yeah. sometimes.
1: So, uh Julian, what's your prediction? <laughs> Surely it's got something to do with the story right, or going interesting. forwards.
2: Um Did you guys read mine or are you just saying yeah, I didn't shit? Say that. <laughs> uh my my prediction <laughs> is we know that uh we have the Lord of the Rings. Universes Beyond mm. collaboration thing coming the, in the summer. I think it's June or July. It comes Summer. Out. Yep. This is uh, not just a Universes Beyond collab, but a full set. Like a whole, I don't know, 250 cards or whatever. A full yes, Modern it, Legal. It is specifically man. Modern Legal, similar to how they've been doing the uh, Modern Horizons. I wrote Modern yep. Masters. Uh, modern Horizons. My prediction is that <laughs> this Lord of the Rings set will warp Modern and Commander... More than Modern Horizons 2 did. Modern Horizons 2, as we discussed on our Olympics episode, uh, basically is modern now. Uh, Ragamans, uh, the pitch elementals, all that sort of stuff. Um, blightening elemental, of course. Blightened yeah, of course, Blightning elemental. I, elemental. Right. I was talking about actually like solitude and, and uh, endurance and all that shit. But yeah, sure, you know, lightning elemental. Um, but uh, with the fact that, one, we're dealing with Lord of the Rings. So this is one of the most, like, sacred nerd properties of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, they can't just make this a shitty mm-hmm. thing where they're just like, yeah, Frodo is like a two-mana one-one with yeah. Skulk, with Skulk, you know? <laughs> but realistically, he would be, he yeah, would yeah, be. Yeah, he, so. He's kind of lame. <laughs> he just puts on
3: the ring and whimpers for, like, the whole... Yes. Anyway, yeah. 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 I was saying this the other day. Frodo, worst of yeah. the Hobbits. Oh, by far, by far. By
2: far. By um, far. But yeah, like, they can't just... They can't make these shitty cards... Uh, they also want to bring in all the people who like Lord of Rings but, like, don't play Magic or don't even know what Magic is. So, they ne- it needs to be flashy. It needs to, like, if freaking Gandalf wins the Pro Tour, that's going to do more for PR than, like, literally anything, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. they need to make it huge. It's a full set. It's going straight to Modern. They want it to make an impact, which is the same philosophy that they had with Modern Horizons 2. But, since we are dealing with so many named, like, beloved characters, you know... There's going to be a bajillion legends, um, and I'm sure I'm just there's going to be powerful cards as well. but I think that this is not only going to completely change the the uh, the landscape of modern even more than M h two did, which is crazy because that, like I said, just basically took over the format. but I also think this is going to have like a, make a huge dent in the overall commander right. meta as well.
3: I have yeah. two two somewhat unconnected takes uh, for that. The first is, you know there's all this uh, confusion and concern with the first universes beyond with licensing, like as a content creator. How can I talk about Rick, steadfast leader, um, without getting sued by uh, FX or whoever holds the property? And the Tolkien Estate and the Wizards of the Coast have a a bit of an interesting history when it comes to um, suing each other back and forth. So I'm I'm interested to see, like, (laughs) all right, we have Hobbit as a type now in Magic. What are we allowed to say and sell that have that kind of stuff on it? So I think this is going to be very interesting Hopefully it's all been worked out by smarter legal people than than us, which should be a far amount of the population. But I, I'm I'm wondering to see if we see any uh blowback from, from that. And the other one is I'm I'm hyped for the lands. Like, I'm sure the cycle is or the the entire uh set is going to break most of what we know about magic. It's probably gonna be all new cards, very few in the treatment of like Godzilla. They're all gonna be new because they wanna be exciting. Mm. But if we get like uh, what is it called hobbiton that's the The real version the shire uh if we get like the shire as like a green white (laughs) land that just does something mildly interesting that's going to do more for me than a broken frodo or samwise or or anything from there Um, bro mount doom i'm excited mount doom as the rakdos let's go yeah like (laughs) lands will always be the most interesting thing about magic to me so if we can get those right in this set i will be happy regardless of how many times do we have to counter Julian's um, Gandalf the Grey? Gandalf the things, as many Gandalf the like Azorius. Hands. You shall see, not see pass. This, <laughs> this podcast lasts into the summer with that many uh, Tolkien properties named. Eric, <laughs> are you going to say something?
0: Uh, no. I was going to offer Oak up the T-ball of... Uh, how do you feel about that?
1: Because
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm so... really excited for it, and I love the idea of this, but yep. I know that that's not... I I guess, I don't know which of our opinions is contentious, so (laughs) why don't you go ahead?
1: Yeah, so I guess pivoting into our sort of hopes for uh, this year in Magic, um, something I'd like to see out of Magic is that after the Lord of the Rings set, they just stop or at least chill out with the... um, Universes beyond or crossover. You mean for after the Doctor Who? I know.
3: Commander decks that are coming out and collector packs.
1: you know what, Chef? Oh, this is what I wrote in
2: the notes. I got bad um, news for you, man. Oh, it's because they—they already got a yeah. Bunch yeah I'm looking that comes straight out next at the year. notes, Julian. Yeah. Thanks.
1: <laughs> so, I won't dwell on this for too long. I've never cared for any of the crossovers. I want Magic to be its own thing. I don't want it to be Fortnite, Post Malone, Stranger Things, Walking yep. Dead. Lord of the Rings, Doctor Who—I don't really care for it. Uh, I value—I really value immersion in TCG play or card games, and um, the idea that the universes would be connected somehow it just breaks yeah. that a lot for me. Um, when you know I'm up against Rick's Steadfast Leader, or someone pulls out their Friends Forever cards in EDH, it just doesn't do it for me.
2: I sort of agree, like, I, I don't love it, but I'm like, listen, like, if this is gonna get new people into Magic, like, if this is gonna do whatever, if, you know, obviously some people like these, a lot of these sell very well, so it's like, okay, do your thing. The thing that ruins it for me is when, like, I, I do not believe we are gonna get the uh, in-universe versions of these Lord of the Rings cards.
3: No. And when there's not... Because it's being released as they sell. So.
2: Yeah, yeah, and when, when there's not in-universe versions, that's when now I'm like, like you said, like, Rick was a card that was like seeing play in legacy and i'm like okay but like what if we had like insert generic fantasy name here like leader of the the rebels in jamura or whatever like just give me just give me the in-universe version okay like if you really like a certain property that they collab with and you want that addition like do your thing go ahead but just i personally agree i would like all in-universe versions
3: it's crazy too, yeah, um, heard, yeah. right after they released, because with uh, All Will Be One, or whatever the, the new Phyrexia one is, um, All Is One, anyway, the, the, secret, uh, the Secret layer Street Fighter are getting in-universe versions that are going to be in the Phyrexia set boosters, and all of those in-universe ones are so much cooler, minus Blanca, who is a weird just ball of flesh. They but the rest of it. them, are like, E. Honda is now a herder of giant yaks. And somehow that is just way more interesting and cool. And yes, understanding that Magic Twitter is not the be-all, end-all for, for immersion, but like so many more people are more engaged with these cards now that there are in-universe versions or more cool versions of these characters that look like real Magic cards and don't have the strange, flashy triangle on the bottom. And with the Post Malone lands, um, there's a reason that the number one like top-rated post on NPC Proxies, which is one of the really great subreddits, For uh, custom art on cards, was the Post Malone lands minus the scribblings of Post Malone. So you could get copies of those really cool and newly commissioned islands and forests and all basic land types without like a heart and Liliana vests written in on your swamp. Like, mm, there's an outcry for the universes within, I think it's called versions of a lot of these. But yeah, Lord of the Rings. (laughs) is uh, a 250-card set like the Warhammer decks. They're not getting in-universe versions because they are released outside of the Secret layer engine, which is the one thing that, if a card is released that way, it will see a universes within, given uh, the current understanding between WotC and players, which, fun fact, uh, changes a bit, as we found out recently.
0: <laughs> Ooh, do I get to go?
3: Let's hear a little uh, Eric. Yeah, so...
0: I... Wizards of the Coast is a company that has created many beloved projects. They have created Magic the Gathering, and they have created D&D. They have, as each of these systems, a long-standing promise that they have made. <laughs> In Magic the Gathering, they made the promise, we're not going to reprint these cards so as to not offend you, <laughs> who we'll collect the cards for their financial value. And don't blame them. Yes, and don't play them. (laughs) And just look at them and think, my money. Uh, In D&D, they made the promise that that content will always be open license, will always be free to use, and playing within their systems will never... Entitle them to anything that you have created personally and they've decided to back out on one of these promises and anyone who knows anything about hasbro can feel free to guess which one they chose to back out black on. Black
3: lotus is coming to uh the
0: new ixalan set
3: <laughs>
2: well guys they just they just had the 30th anniversary wasn't that them breaking the reserve list they, they were printing back black lotus like what happened
0: <laughs> if only um, their
1: printed healing cell. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> damn! <laughs>
0: Power cream. Uh But yeah, Wizards of the Coast. Uh, Hasbro recently had some leaked statements, including some really awful stuff about how they view their consumers, such as saying that we personally are the obstacle between them and our money, which I feel a little offended about. And I'm pretty unhappy with that too. You know, I feel like it's, it's
2: technically technically correct, insensitive, outrageous,
3: even yes, but technically correct. <laughs> well, yeah, because you you have to assume that the, yeah. the, the people that they're selling to are still the holders of the money. So it's like, how do we get the money <laughs> while ignoring the person who controls it? <laughs> you got to go through the person. The New we predatory are loans from Wizards of the Coast. You want to buy a house? <laughs> get the Tefares diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: that, uh, that's what OGL 1.1 1. 1 was, was predatory and mm. aggressive. And u- ultimately, to bring this back to the realm of magic, I hope to see wizards find some way to distance itself or separate control of it from Hasbro. Yeah, Since Hasbro has taken over wizards, I think that they have made several decisions that have made almost every kind of player of Magic the Gathering unhappy and i just i remember initially when it happened that hasbro bought wizards and i thought this is a great opportunity for a bigger wallet to come in and finance this game continue to hire and pay game designers what they deserve and to really support this product that i love and then it turns out that wizards of the coast made as much money as hasbro did as an entire fucking company and so (laughs) Hasbro essentially bought a second Hasbro and then was like, why aren't you five Hasbros? And <laughs> it really feels wildly inappropriate as a concept. I'm very tilted about it, but we'll stop yeah. it out. <laughs> Do
2: y'all remember when that like group of like hedge fund guys got together and they were like, yeah.
0: weren't wasn't
2: their whole thing? They were like, we're going to like get Watsi to leave Hasbro because
3: fuck those guys. Wasn't that like so, part of their thing? Yeah. Yes and no. Um, <laughs> the problem with a lot of those, yes, that was the promise that they were kind of delivering to players. The problem with those are there are very, very few cases of a hedge fund taking over a company instead and doing good things with the company. Oh, true. So it I, be, I was not yeah. a fan of that. I just really
2: thought that I remember <laughs> them being yep. like, no, 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 we want to like, make Wizards its own thing. And people were like, Why? why would you do that? But now here we are. We're like, Oh, maybe they, maybe the idea was right. Maybe we just, <laughs> the we idea just didn't idea want those finance
3: guys. Wizards of coast would be great. Yeah. If we can do it without fan finance guys, that would be even better. Um, but if I don't have to buy a bundle in future, that has a big oversized D 20 with a half Autobot, half Decepticon on the 20, like I'd be infinitely happier because weird side, but that's this whole episode. And I'm drinking a margarita. Um, Why couldn't we just have, like, half the dice have the Autobot symbol, half the dice have the Decepticon symbol, and it's like, ooh, which one are you going to get? Why is the entire set symbol for those Transformers from Brothers War, like, a weird amalgamation of them smashed together? Like, they should be fighting or something. It's very weird. I don't like it. Uh, Because that's that's what it is. I feel like I've seen
1: that somewhere before. It's a dumb symbol. In Transformers. Oh,
3: it's like, actually, in
1: Transformers, you smash the two together? I, or... Or, like, it's not maybe not in-universe, oh, but, to like, I, I've yeah. seen it, like, used to anyway, advertise dump. things or, or um, something like that.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> I have one more yeah. prediction for the year that I think will be interesting, and then maybe let's go into uplifting hopes and dreams. Um, yeah. the, the last mm-hmm. prediction jumps into the previous predictions we had, and I'm hoping that with Hasbro trying to find more ways for Wizards to make them money, we get Plane Chase 2023. If all the planes are kind of getting smashed together... And we have all this new exposure to planes, new and old. Give us a new set of plane cards um, that are not available anywhere else. See, you get to sell an exclusive product. But then we get to play with new and updated plane chase rules, especially like plane chase commander or something that we've done as a group and is exciting. And the number of new planes mm-hmm. has like quadrupled, or the number of planes total because of new planes has quadrupled since 2012, which was the last time we got a product in that line. Ixalan, Kaladesh, uh, Amonkhet, um, all of the new ones that came out in Call Time, Strixhaven, like there are so many cool places we could explore in multiple locations. And if lands and locations are the number one thing that sets Magic apart as a game system and idea, um, give us more cool vignettes to those areas. I think that could be a sweet product. And oh, I also think
2: hope. I also think, and this this sort of almost goes into one of Eric's hope is that like. The, the game design team that we have uh, from now, as opposed to 10 or 11 years ago, I feel like has a lot more, has, uh, is better, is, is much better. Yes. And I think that a lo- we could yeah. retrain some of the planes that have already existed, or, or pieces of those planes, right? And get them <laughs> more balanced, more true to what we really want, and also more in line with current design philosophy and templating and, and all that yeah.
3: stuff. Some of those planes are, in fact, terrible. Janky, janky for sure. Isn't there one that's just like all creatures but, get minus two, minus two, and you're just like, okay, they, there's, they're yeah. all super. Weird. They're all really play weird a spell. Mill. There's
0: also the one that's just like everyone takes double damage, and you go, what? I, I'm, I'm get now playing twenty here. life, <laughs> and then, Oaks like sounds fantastic. <laughs> Gives mouse a plus four plus O. Oh. <laughs> And you die. You're just <laughs> dead. You're
1: just dead. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like the old design to guys. <laughs> no, they're definitely some truly miserable There, there, are,
2: there are some real, real bad ones. I
3: do
1: like the All one right. that gives you
3: goats, though. I like yeah, I was just thinking of that. Spring, it's like oh, some was... some place in Lorwyn. You've got yeah. everything gets double damage or dies versus, like, get a couple O1s. Yeah, And exactly. just enjoy just play Animal Crossing for a little bit. For real, for real. Um, all right, hopes hopes for 2023. Positive yeah. hopes. That's what I'm looking for. What do we got?
1: Um, uh, I got a positive hope. Uh, a very optimistic. <laughs> and maybe even unrealistic. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Just positive. Um, that's all
3: we're going for here. All right.
1: All right, all right. Um, I hope that in 2023, Wizards releases a secret lair that I like enough Ooh, to
3: buy. A challenge. <laughs> A challenge me um, to the feet of Daddy Hasbro.
1: Honestly, yep i i got I came very close with some of these last ones. Um, I thought the Junji Ito one was sick. Uh, like the art, uh, obviously mm. the art. Um, but the problem was the actual cards <laughs> that were on uh display there. Like, I really don't need a thoughtseize, and I especially don't need like a carrion mm-hmm. feeder. Um, fair enough. Fair so. Enough. There's got to be, like, good cards in that. Like, print those Commander Battlecruiser cards. Um, The one that I actually very very seriously considered buying, uh, because I love Metal Gear, is uh, the Yoji Shinkawa one. Uh, That one, the card quality, much better. Solemn Simulacrum, uh, Phyrexian Metamorph, Skull Clamp, obviously. Huge EDH staples. Unfortunately, I only have... I think I'm only running one of those cards currently, and sure, I can find a place, you know, easily to put... Uh, a metamorph, or like a uh, skull clamp, maybe maybe even Tesseret, but it just wasn't in the cards for me at the yeah. time. Ha. Shut up. <laughs> um, so, just something that would be really cool. I think if if we're doing like anime sets, you know, if we got manga artists in here, let, let's get some more manga artists. I or, or you know, for chef, you know, comic book <laughs> artists. You know,
3: those would be pretty sweet. Why yeah. not? Like,
1: yeah. if we're just pulling everyone in, just just do it. Get. Um, my dream would definitely be like Iraqi, like the creator of Jojo's bizarre adventure, <laughs> uh doing a set. I think that would be sick. I would definitely insta buy that regardless of the card quality, but that is my <laughs> that is my hope uh for this year.
2: Alright, so hear me out, right? Jolene The Plunder Queen. My man <laughs> But then but then but then but then Reckless yep. Fireweaver yep. Mohammed Avdal. <laughs> Viridian longbow, the stand arrow.
1: Oh, well, that would be sick. That'd wait, be sick. wait.
2: I, I had one more. Shoot, I had one more.
0: Um, fucking Chad Carhelian should absolutely just be one of <laughs> yeah, the that's true. stars. He's <laughs> just yep. too true. Big. True. True. Maybe, maybe,
2: maybe like, maybe like OG Jonathan Jones. Yeah. I think one, one of the Yeah, I, I think we could get a real good one here. Oh, right, because they both have swords. They both I have think swords.
1: So. I there have to it. be like uh, a mask. Maybe he's got... Actually, that'd be a good one for Skull Clamp, But you know,
2: oh. Yo. Uh, Chain yeah, oh, Chain, veil, yeah, chain okay. or Skull Claim should definitely be the mask. Yeah. One of the things that yeah, I know right. they...
0: they... <laughs> Hire they... us Legitimately,
2: Sorry, we have come up with so many good ideas over the course <laughs> of this freaking cast, that it's just like... It's, it's free real estate.
3: Come I on. think one of the things they suffered from with the original artist layers, that I think hopefully they have someone on now, was when it came to an artist designing their own secret layer, they were just allowed to use whatever cards they wanted. Which, if the artist doesn't play magic, there are a lot of non with really awesome names and really bad cards. <laughs> so I think that's happened quite a <laughs> yeah. few times. Like, there's the, sure. uh, the one that had the, um, the Concordant Crossroads reprint. And it was, like, a Nomad Outpost was one of the lands that you could get in this $30 pack that included two lands. And it's a tap for three different colors that's untyped. And it was just because, yeah. oh, we're telling the story with the lands in a Nomad Outpost sounds really cool. We just need one person at Wizards to move over and be like, what if... We renamed the Triome, <laughs> and then things would be much better. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so get, get one of those yeah, in, definitely. and then I'm good for all the artist ones. Because, honestly, that's, like, that's why people buy Secret Layers; It's for the interesting art. So if the interesting artists keep mm-hmm. doing these, make sure they're reprinting positive things, like we're getting with Dominaria Remastered, and all these other things that are bringing down the price of staples. Let Secret Layers do the same thing, because everyone will buy them. And if you can convince Oakley to buy a Secret Layer, you've won at Capitalism. We will go to Hasbro headquarters yep. and give you a shiny medal that says you have won. I have long held the policy
0: wizards should reprint every card that costs more than fifty dollars until it costs less. Yep. Yep. They can't legally do that. As a company, they are not allowed to acknowledge that the cards hold financial value. Otherwise the packs are gambling. Oh, that's why oh they don't God. that's why they quote unquote don't <laughs>
3: acknowledge the secondary market.
0: Oh Yes. They can't acknowledge the secondary market in any way, otherwise, like the the I think it's the right, right like whatever whoever controls like what is and is not gambling has said if you acknowledge that these have a financial value beyond like that they are cards in your game, it's gambling. Interesting. Damn. So I wonder what's the what's the way. Which is to crazy, because now with the it.
2: secret layers, they're basically selling singles. Yeah.
0: But they're selling them because they have pretty mm. art, not because of their financial Fair. value, uh, I see. Mm-hmm. I see. They just happen to be within the ballpark of the mm. secondary market. Coincidence? It's funny yeah. how
2: that works out like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy. <laughs> All
3: right, who's
2: got another hope? Oh, oh joined well, You have something. I want. I wanted to yeah. step off because we were talking about yeah, Nomad Julie. outpost, and I think this goes into one of my hopes. Ah, uh, more good wedge support. Mm. I've always been. We started in cons, right? I've always been a huge fan of the wedges. I love three color decks, like in Commander and stuff. And Wizards has been good about giving us more three color stuff, but a lot of times that's favored towards the shards. I want more wedge stuff. Uh, we know that we're going back to Icoria in—I forget if it's the fall or—I don't winter think set, we are. But
3: um, no, we, we know we're Wilds of Eldraine is fall, and then um, like Explorers of Ixalan or is like winter. I don't think there is any um, Icoria yet. There might be some people from Ikoria in March of the machine. Oh, can hope? Yes. Are we sure? I swear to God, we nope. were going to Icoria.
2: Maybe I thought maybe it was Ixalan. Maybe are we going? Are we going to Ikoria? We don't know anything no. about 2024.
3: That happens in August of 2023. Something. All right.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? I thought we were going to Icoria, but <laughs> prediction. But, uh, but, yeah, there we go. Here I, we go. 2024. 2024. <laughs> Icoria. I thought we were going to Icoria. I could see us going back there. Anyway. I want more good wedgeport. I thought we were going back there, um, especially like the triomes from there need to be reprinted because those things. are I can't believe they named those so specifically. Um, like
3: every other set of lands has such a generic name. Like even to the shock lands, where they're like, we want to keep it, you know, weird, so we can put this on other planes. And then they're like, no, we're gonna name the specific areas of Ikoria for the triomes.
2: I mean, they did the same thing for yeah, New yeah. And you're like, they did the same thing for New Penna. They
0: yeah. <laughs> doubled down on New Penna, like. In Doth bad. <laughs> Xander's <laughs>
3: Lounge. Xander's also dead now. <laughs> Al Xander could be a common name across yeah. the multiverse.
2: Like Anyway. I anyway. the it, it, it has been getting better, Jake's. but uh, for a long time it has been super hard, specifically in Commander, um, to have there's a, a, a very small pool that you can work with for specifically well, shard and wedge, but specifically hmm. Wedge. Um, commanders to work with it's getting better we're getting more but I would like even more and I would like to continue to try and break out of the for most of these very pigeonhole design space that we're in uh, that's a, a generic comment about a lot of things right I, I'd like to see whatever but these in particular I would like to see I put that also because I thought we were going to Icoria, but apparently we're not so this is less hopeful <laughs> now but you know this is just uh, give us more give us more
3: yeah I can. I can see that
0: Julian, you did allude to this earlier, but I I certainly have uh, another hope that I think is a a positive in the vein that Chev was hoping for. Wizards is able to hone in on balance while keeping creativity alive. I feel like completion is a perfect example of this. They have found a way to make Planeswalkers a little more playable while not making them too Mm -hmm. busted. There's this like drawback, give and take mechanic that they haven't so far as I've seen yet busted wide open in a horribly stupid
3: way. We know one is coming, but so far it's good. <laughs> when, J- when Jace gets completed,
0: I, I got a future yeah, proof this open. language. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how, well, I think we know, we know is, completed, is right? completed and then we know, I don't know if this is an official leak or like I, leaks are confusing. We're going to talk about, it cause this is coming out a week from now when we might see some, um, the the Phyrexian Arena reprint that's coming in All Will Be One uh, includes a completed Vraska like sneaking up on Jace with a shiv, so they could pull a bait and switch. But our favorite mind mage m- m- might might be going to the other side.
0: Well, there was also the list published a while ago of like here's mm-hmm. eight planeswalkers, four of them are going to complete, yeah. or here's ten planeswalkers, five of them are going to complete. Either way, they gave us a list, and it's either eight or ten, and they said half will be completed. Yeah. Jace was on that list. Uh, but now at this point, we've seen three of the people on that list, so there's only one or two. We've left seen four, because Vraska on the Phyrexian Arena is
3: completed, and she's on that as well. Uh, so I think that would leave yeah. um, just Jace of those ten. Nyssa is also Nissa? completed. Nyssa, Vraska, Luca. Yeah. Um, but where in did theory. we see Nissa? Uh, it wasn't the. the leak. It was in a leak that was published today, as opposed to like the OG leak. So we're at four, yeah, and I then see. one more. Tybalt is also completed, but he wasn't one of the ten. And Watsy has come out yeah. and said those aren't the only yep. five that will be. Yeah.
1: So wh- yeah,
0: they have right. said of these ten, there will mm,
3: be yeah. five.
1: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. I
3: or was prediction. I, I prediction didn't finish confirmed. reading the the story today. There is new story out. Um, it's pretty awesome. Um, it talks about like what's happening on New Phyrexia and like the the uh, movement against Phyrexia. But I did start reading the the first little bit of chapter one, and it starts with Nahiri in a battle, and she gets a cut on the back of her neck, and she's like, "It's fine. See, no oil. We're good." And then I see that she's completed in a card, like, two seconds later officially <laughs> spoiled. <laughs> Which is the, the definition of, hmm, I don't think this works out well for you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm. Anyway, uh, to return to what I was saying earlier, uh, I feel like they've done a great job with at least some aspects of balance, especially the more creative end of the balance spectrum, where those cards have not felt broken to me. Uh, it, I, I haven't had experiences where I've been like the, the wizard's balance team is truly mm-hmm. just off the fucking deep end lately, which I felt like I was having for about two years straight. And I yeah. feel like we're finally at the end of that. Um, And I, I'm, I'm glad we're there and I hope that they can keep design creative and interesting while. Yeah.
3: I think there's something to be said um, that can kind of allude to, to many different things or people who have been in at a company that has rapidly expanded, which is like, we move from the, the regular amount of releases a year for Wizards as of 2015, which is, you know, the four premier sets, a summer product and commander product, and then we're releasing twice as many cards a year, probably with a similar size design team, there's going to be way more slip-ups. But I think now Wizards has enough time to hire more people, to build out these teams to be larger, to handle the larger amount of product that's being produced. That's not a endorsement of the amount of product that's produced per year, but it is like we now have the resources to... Uh, actually sustain this in a way that is less predatory or detrimental to the system as a whole.
0: Alternatively, they announced that now any card published on <laughs> a Magic card frame anywhere on that the That would be bad. I don't like that property. one.
3: Um, given given one that? of my, my hopes for, <laughs> for 2023, I really hope <laughs> that's not how it goes. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> what what is that hope? So so that hope is um something that we talked about over the Olympics and one of my favorite parts of it was uh discovering card conjurer the website which is is and will always be the best tool for producing your own custom magic cards whether it's existing cards with new art or completely new and kind of uh unique designs. But I used that to produce our winner of the Olympics of 2022 um, commemorative uh, wooded foothills. Congratulations again to to Oakley and then also to build uh, custom booster packs for for all the hex drinkers with various different art and all those kind of things. and I, I really enjoyed it. Um, so one of my hopes for for uh, 2023 is with less time spent in content creation or podcast or stuff, I can spend more time on the parts of magic that I've really started to enjoy, which is creating these custom proxies either with like interesting frames. interesting ideas there's a lot of really cool ones especially with uh lands i think it's uh alters came out with a set of lands that are based on national parks and stuff like that and i thought that was really interesting and one of the first things i want to do um you know with this tuesday slot going forward is produce um lands and stuff that are related to places that i've been or kind of you know you do a trip somewhere you make a secret layer, quote-unquote, of various locations or things to remind you of it, put the year in the bottom as a way to kind of commemorate that and also play that into your Magic decks. So I really want to mess more with, with proxy design and um, building out more cool cards for for you guys and then just for myself in general to remember specific events.
1: An idea I, I think would be cool for that, Chev, is, like, I, I'm certainly no artist, but, like, having your own art on a Magic card, even if yep. it's a proxy, could mm-hmm. be really sweet. Or, um, you know, even if that art doesn't necessarily have to be drawn, even if it's something, like, Jank put together, like, uh, Ponder. Yeah, wide, oh, God. Uh, we can, I love cards. We can like, <laughs> an endless for so If you ever
3: need, like, uh, w- and, we'll make a, a set of 30 cards for Oakley. They're all stupid versions of that. And whenever Oakley needs a laugh over a month, he'll just flip one over and just die of laughter for, like, 20 minutes. This is a foolproof system. I know it'll work. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. It's like a little calendar. <laughs> a weird nerdy thing I was, I was really considering because I, I was kind of trying to scheme this out a little bit is take pictures of locations I've been. Um, and, you know, I, I really like taking, like, vista shots and stuff. Put them through stable diffusion with an art style of a famous 1800s and 1900s artist Stable Diffusion is that AI um, that can take a picture and try to reproduce a version of it in the style of a given form of art. There are conversations to be had for the the intellectual right of the art and those. I'm not really trying to have those because I'm just trying to have my piece of cardboard at home that isn't being <laughs> sold to anyone. Um, but kind of like take a, a vista of the California coast, make it an oil painting, and then publish that on a card. Like I'm... As far as I know, I'm no, no painting artist. I have one painting I've made, and it's of some sandpipers down by the ocean. And I will not be putting that on my card. But, like, these pictures <laughs> with, with special, um, with specials kind of processed <laughs> onto them would look super cool. And then you can have those be, like, named locations or just keep them the generic way. Uh, like an overgrown tomb that's, like, of a cool cemetery in New Orleans. That would be super awesome. And I think something that I would really like to, to, to make a reality well, says right. everyone's dreams? hopes. I'm done. I'm done with my hopes. I think my hopes have been squashed. <laughs> yeah, right. Fair enough. Done.
0: I got well. Is, is ever everyone, everyone done with hopes? Uh, nah. Say it. Uh, I'll say it. Julian, I swear to God, if I scroll up and you put more bullets than you were supposed to, I will physically fight you.
2: No, no. I only. I only have two. Okay. When I proposed the 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 structure, I already had all my shit right now. I copy pasted <laughs> that shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, the fuck? i already had it all written out okay. and then i proposed it to you boys and you were like all right bet and i was just like copy paste and send notes document to go Easy. <laughs> um you guys have all like these big like oh like oh i hope that design is like balanced and chev's like oh like i've got all this time i'd like to like pursue these artistic endeavors and i'm like i know exactly what i want give me give me more wedge support and then my second one is give me new boros commanders slash a boros theme that doesn't fucking care about equipments and auras i swear to god Bring some lore hold ish back. I was listening to um, I was listening to Limited Resources, which is like a podcast about limited. Oh um, shit! Is it?
3: I had no idea. That's crazy. <laughs> literally,
2: go fuck yourself. <laughs> but um, well, I don't know. People people care about Commander so much, like I, they might even know, because that's like a, a competitive minded podcast. But I was listening to that. Commander. And they were Resources talking about is it and... weirdly about Commander. In case you, you didn't know. I, I. Sorry. Continue. Continue. I, I actually,
0: just, <laughs> just um, <go.
2: laughs> But. Don't they, let they, they were like, they were like, yeah, why? They were doing like a year, uh 2022 year in ruin. They were like, why is it that like two thirds of the sets, the the limited uh, archetype is just like, oh yeah, Boros, I guess they like care about having equipments and auras, sure. And I really feel like, even though they're talking about limited, that transfers to like so much of just general Boros design yeah. philosophy. And we have seen that it just, it literally, literally. Never, never works. In limited, or really in like commander or anything, either. I think it's just such a waste. Like, and I want Boros to be something that we can do. And we've had we've had some branches out. There's been some cool things, especially in Lorehold. I, we have all we were all a fan of kind yeah, of the trains the the they did, in the like color that. pairs, and no, Strixhaven. Cool. Yeah, like just stop, just just stop doing this. I, People don't want this. No one want, who wants this. If you're the person, if you're the person who play, who's on the internet and you're like, yo, I love equipment and Auras decks. We're gonna fight. I want some real interesting stuff. I want to break out of here, and I want Boros to be, like, something that I can build and not be fucking ashamed. Like, every time I try and brew a Boros deck, I'm just like, I'll get halfway through and I'll be like,
3: just throw it in the trash. That's it. I guess I'm going to go brew Sultai or something that actually is correct me, worth it. Correct but me if I'm wrong, anyway. but I feel like, on the whole, draft archetypes have been the same for most sets in recent years. You've got, like, they tried to do all ten colors... Um, outside of tribal, right? Like, if it's a tribal set, then each tribe is going to be focused in two colors. But it's always, like, red-white equipment, um, green is go big, and then green-white is going to be tokens of some kind, green-blue is going to be big creatures of some kind, or I think that's green-red. But there, there's not a lot of, like, give and take, I feel like, with these colors set after set. It's... you're, you're simplifying it a
2: little bit. I mean, yeah, there is obviously... All the colors right. have their own identity, yeah. right? And then each of the, the two colors have their own identity. So certain things are primary, certain yeah. things yeah. are secondary, tertiary, whatever. So, yeah, a lot of times, like, in general, you'll be like, oh, Golgari probably has some sort of graveyardy thing. It depends on the set. Certain sets have more specific stuff, especially if they have a specific keyword. But, uh, I mean, yeah, in general, like, if you're just going in and you're just like, I'm just going to draft, it's like, mm-hmm. I can probably do a, a, a green-black graveyard something, even if it's not, like, the specific thing of the set. Yeah. I can probably do blue-white flyers, even though it's not the specific thing of the set. That's the thing, is that, like, Boros's thing is just, like, oh, there's probably... They'll, like, try and support it, but the thing is, like, a lot of times, Boros is just, like, we want to be aggro, or, like, ma- sometimes we want to go wide. But then they'll just be, like, these random... A lot of times, and a lot of times, they're commanders. Like, we saw... Um, who was the guy in Dominaria United? The, uh, Ast- uh, the bearer oh, yeah. of Blades. Ask for the bearer of Blades. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, stuff like that, We're well, just, one like... Well, that vehicles. Well, that... It, it said... that. Yeah, um, it's equipment. I think it was equipment so. and auras as well. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, I don't know. Anyway, just, like, we've done better things than this. Just mm-hmm. make the shift. Anyway.
0: Or, make more interesting vehicles... Uh, not vehicles. Yeah. Make, A, make more interesting vehicles. I do support that. Make more interesting auras. Yeah, they, it's really like, fallen off recently. just... Mm-hmm. If you're gonna be like, we have to do auras again, make auras that do cool things. This weirdly flows into one of my goals for Make next year. Make more interesting auras? All right, with moving to goals. I don't want to cut you off. No. <laughs> Eric's out here with his
2: custom, <laughs> hey, custom cards. i love just to eat.
0: fucking going ham.
2: He's this like, is I'm Eric's only set. making auras.
1: Everything
3: is green, everything's white, and they're big. And there's some dragons. I would love to design a whole
0: custom set. I think that'd be incredibly fun.
3: That'll be the Hexrinker's return. Second half of 2023. Come out with 250
0: cards. <laughs> one of my big goals is change my deck building philosophy. Uh, And this has been largely inspired by uh, my engagement with other card games is the ability to in other card games with more consistency and more uh, like refined tools is to uh, in Yu-Gi-Oh! There's the idea of like an, an end board where like you envision what you want to end on where you say, okay, I do this and I either win the game or I pass the turn and I win the game next turn. And that's, like, that's the goal. And I think that adding that to my deck-building philosophy in Magic is going to help me brew stronger decks and make more consistent decks. Because I love to make horribly inconsistent decks. I find it thoroughly fun. But then I play them and I lose, and I, that's not as fun. <laughs> um, and I think I did this by accident with the Shrine deck, where I said... Oh, I want to make a deck with the shrines. The goal of the end board is there's like three or four shrines that deal damage to people's faces. I want to end with those on the board and I want to be able to protect them. And so I'll include cards that fetch these, cards that protect these, and consistency tools to get to that end board. And then I made a deck that resulted in one of the most interesting games of magic that I have ever played where I fetched those repeatedly, protected those repeatedly, recurred them, and used every tool I put in the deck to generate this consistent engine and find this end board over and over again and you still lost that is a <laughs> fuck you you weren't even in the game i <laughs> was torn doing not, not good
2: not good not good yeah no that <laughs> that's means, what i that thought some... he's real yeah, good at
3: PDA stuff going on that that makes a lot of sense eric and i think mine is is pretty similar which is uh kind of think about other areas of the game, because I, I definitely feel like I make a lot of inconsistent decks and I wrote down the uh, think of an end board. Because um, like in my head, I'm thinking, you know, Toshiro, I kill stuff. How I win? Uh, everything's dead. Like, there's there's not an actual plan there. Um, elves has a bit more of one where it's, you know, have a big board of elves and then cast something that makes them all big. And that has worked with some success. Uh, but going forward with, with other decks, kind of keeping that in mind, mine was more like specifically with interaction and really liking the experience I had with Tallrand, which was kind of thinking about more actions than my own in a game. And I think it's just needing to play more blue or white. So I flex those muscles a little bit more and then go back to the colors I'm more comfortable with. But it's changing my design philosophy to dirtle, not to the degree of Julian, that would be heinous and obscene, <laughs> um, but do a, a slight amount. So I'm actually thinking what other people are doing and, Because I found myself in a state a lot of the time where it's like, oh, I made a bad play, that's okay, move on, whatever. Or I I said my thing, I'm not going to change it, I'm going to move on from there. And not really learning from those experiences and just getting, like, bodied by them. So having more interaction, having more things I need to do, so then I'm more cognizant of everything that's going on around me. And then taking that back to my Golgari happy place. Um, And envisioning an end board, because I think that's a a really good idea. And something I want to think about, especially with our competitive decks, is, yeah... You want to win, and you have cards that you think are win-cons, but what does the board look like when you cast that? And is that something that you can either keep around or use or whatever? Because if your win-con is just um, Hailfire, okay, like that kind of works, but then it gets countered, and then you're like, my board is a couple Um, 2-2s. This isn't going to go well for me.
0: Specifically,
3: I want to do more
0: investigating into tools that allow for, like, mm. consistent protection of what you're doing, things that offer ward, things that offer, like, spells can't be countered, and, like, <laughs> we all know that, like, uh, fucking Grand Abolisher effects are stupid good, but I think that I, even knowing how insanely broken they are, mm-hmm. I think I'm still underestimating them. I agree. Grand Abolisher is stupid.
3: Get yourself that four mana fish. It's a, a budget card that is Grand Abolisher, but gives everything flash, not on your turn.
1: Oh, yeah. I Grand like Abolisher, that card a lot, $30. Especially that, a card, fish.
3: that card is peak
1: chaos. <laughs> 20 that card cents. is fucking peak <laughs> chaos. What's the name of I the think fish think it's, again? It's, it's Tidal Barracuda? Either Tidal Barracuda
3: or ooh. I think that's right. Barracuda. Guitar Hero 3. <laughs> <laughs> well so good oh banger
0: of a game anyway for anyone who's curious about like why was there such a long break between the last podcast and this one like why is it ending i don't understand this whole mess you, you gotta yeah. understand we've been holding we haven't this seen back each other also in like, like three weeks <laughs> normally we have
3: the, the the game night to to get rid of all the bullshit and the podcast night to quote unquote talk about serious stuff so you guys are just stuck with all this and honestly this should be minimum edit you, everyone should experience the the final chaos um, of what this looks like, and as our gift to you, garbled.
2: <laughs> the edit is going to be a little bit of just making so that not too many people are talking at once so people can hear it, and then me putting yeah. in silly sound effects. Go, go nuts with them. All the silly sounds, effects. <laughs> Incredible. I'm, brother, I, have, I have three years of a, a sound bites folder that I've got. i just firing <laughs> everything off.
0: Honestly why don't we all just offer a moment of silence Julian can put in his favorite sound effect right here. What a stupid choice, Julian. Anyway.
3: <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you picked
0: it. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, I'm I'm glad we, we both sort yeah. of have this same goal and the um, idea of, like, an end board and, like, not just, like, what does your own end board look like and what does the field look like when you win the game, but in Commander especially, I think it's worth it to be aware of, like, what does my opponent's board look like when the game ends?
3: Yeah, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, because you're thinking, like, how do I combat the my, my opponent's specific commander, which sometimes could be a, a one-to-one, like, if my opponent's commander is kind of necessary for their end state. But also, like, how does that deck usually win, and what can I do to stop that, as opposed to just the card I hate <laughs> in that deck? For a while, I, we would always, or maybe it was just me, would count how many lands Oakley has to see <laughs> if Maelstrom's coming this turn or next. And it's like, as a concept, you know, I get real frustrated when Maelstrom comes down, but that's usually not the thing that kills me. It's the massive board of creatures. <laughs> so it's like, what do you do about that as opposed to what do you do to stop Cascade? Because I know in some yeah. of my early decks, I was like, how do I stop Cascade that puts things on the the stack only one at a time? Can I combat that? Can I do other things with it? Like, what is that? And it was really just kind of hating on a specific mechanic and not what happens when that actually leads to something similar with Selvala Stampede like I will burn every copy of <laughs> Selvala Stampede in existence given the opportunity but at the end of the day it's usually the creatures that puts on the be- field that are going to kill me as opposed to that card itself Yeah. it has sent me death threats but we're in pre-discovery for trial Chuck, so just, we're not going into just, that here just counter it with a counterspell now that you're playing all this blue it's easy it's, easy. it's so easy yeah <laughs> 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 the the one format I play blue in Well, I guess there is Savala Stampede Because it's like a freaking like, 30 cent card or something yeah. stupid
2: Savala Stampede is not How much is it? Like a dollar? No, it's, it's expensive I, I, I mean, it's not like super so. expensive I want to say it's like 10 bucks, maybe 7 bucks
0: yeah, yeah, it is I $8 a, I a really good meme Alright,
3: I'll, I'll go check out Eric's channel. really good meme On our audience's <laughs> time <laughs> Nice <laughs> That is a uh, good meme, Eric I won't explain for, for it at all. Just curious, for those oh, curious, uh, it is will. the Joker
0: in the Dark Knight burning the big pile of money going, it's not about money, it's about sending yep. a message with his feelings on something. <laughs> <in your hand." laughs> for sure.
3: There was something really weird that's happening in, in Modern with Seance. Someone bought out every copy of Seance that they could find and then posted something in like a magic subreddit that was, they will pay someone money to run Seance and win a Modern tournament. To try and drum up demand for the card, and then there was another post on like Facebook Marketplace of someone selling massive amounts of seance (laughs) for like a very little money, and people are like, "This has to be the same person, right? Like, this isn't someone (laughs) who had success in this, and like their their idea of using seance to win just wasn't happening." (laughs) (laughs) Ice cauldron. Someone get us out of here. I have sixty copies. Someone use it. No one's playing Ice Cauldron. I will sure. pay. I will pay someone all the money the Shrinkers have made in 2023 to play Ice Cauldron in a tournament. Someone pick a new topic. I. Chev, how much <laughs> did you pay per copy that you own of Ice Cauldron? Like 20 okay. cents. So you, okay. All right. Fair enough. My other resolution for um, 2023 is play more draft. Um, mm-hmm. I like low-powered cards. Fifty-dollar commander was my favorite event of the Olympics and one of my favorite ways to brew. I constantly do the Secret Santa over on Budget Brews every year. This year I have an awesome... I was given an awesome Alela Artful Provocator deck that everything is artifacts and equipments in there. There are no other spells. There's very few other creatures. Um, And it's all just like making as many 1-1s as possible. And it looks like pretty powerful. So there's still a lot you can do with dumb cards. And I think that I have just kind of not looked at Draft as the perfect place to play dumb cards. For so long that I forget that's kind of how the format works. And on the other side, side, every time we get together, either through one of us pushing, usually me, we end up doing a draft environment, and I am not good at drafting. So I would like to do more draft (laughs) so I can get better at drafting for when we play, but also because I really like playing with those low-level cards. Sealed would be interesting because then I don't have to blame my drafting abilities as much. Uh, But it costs three times as many... It costs twice as much to to do... (laughs) I'll pay twice
0: as much to not have to suck at drafting cards anyway. <laughs> All Julie. right, new
3: resolution. Make enough money to eat the cost for sealed every time.
2: This this actually feeds really nicely into my resolution, Chev, because I, I also love playing limited. Um, When we were together over the holidays, we drafted Baldur's Gate, which was a great time. And then when we were together for the Olympics in California, we did the bro pre-release, which was – that was sealed, Chev. So, you know.
3: Right. We also drafted something else, Julian. Do you
2: remember when we I was drafted during the Olympics? <laughs> nope. I don't. I don't remember at all, actually. I don't know what you're talking about, and I will take no further questions. I'm going to proceed with my uh, my resolution. Um, this is a combination of. You know what
0: would have kept it in his mind? His hat.
2: <laughs> ooh, ooh. Deep breaths. D- deep breaths. Imagine how bad deep the decks would have deep done breath. Breath. if we did sealed infinity. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't want to, ever. Anyway. <laughs> this is a combination of me i very much enjoy playing limited and um i also want to support my local lgs more so my resolution is to play every single pre-release this year i had a Ooh, phenomenal time when we did it for the odd. uh the bro pre-release and i was thinking back and i was like yeah the last because when we all lived closer together we would go to basically every pre-release and even when we started to disperse we still were traveling a bit for some of them but i don't think i've played a pre-release since like neon dynasty so like I played like the first and the last of the year. A year. A Actually, no, year, I don't yeah. even think I did DN wow. Dynasty. I think the last one I did was Crimson Bow. So it was like a whole year that I wasn't doing pre releases. So I want to be on my bullshit this year playing and also just supporting my LGS since apparently Wizards at every turn just wants to gut uh the little guy. So uh yeah, I would like to uh, give them my money so I can play some uh some sealed and some draft and stuff. So that is my first resolution. Very excited to do that. Yeah, because draft is super fun. A lot of the times when Chev and Eric aren't able to make it game night, me and Oak just boot up Arena and we're just like, all right, guess we're drafted, boys. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, remember when... Uh, this might have been like a year and a half ago now. But remember when you and I just played
3: like seven Midnight Hunt drafts? Yeah. Yeah, we had to make a social media yeah. post about that. That's when we we did uh, Instagram still. I posted an album. Of the the deck list for every for every like draft that was done or number of yeah. wins or something we crushed it. I think
1: at least half of them we uh, we, we got win. to seven wins. Yeah. yeah, we got to seven wins and we didn't we, we didn't even do the same archetype every time. Like it was, it was, that was great. Yeah, that um, was sick.
2: I gotta I gotta go back <laughs> on the Instagram
3: and find those pictures. They're also saved in our. Canada, all right, all right. <laughs> I'll, I'll go there then. I don't think I deleted any of those. I I kept all the all the custom stuff sick. we did. Um, Um, who else got a resolution?
1: I got two resolutions that sort of flow into each other. Um, we were were talking about spoilers a little bit earlier, and, um, uh, I want to stay spoiler-free for as many sets and products as possible, and when I say, um, spoiler-free, I don't necessarily mean, like, knowing what the set is, but, like, steering away- well, well, to some degree that, but also steering farther away from leaks, especially, because I am- a huge mm. set of prying eyes. As soon as I hear there's a leak, I generally have to go check it out. Like, I just feel this, like, burning desire to. And for this one, we had some really, like, major story spoilers leaked yeah. early on. And this kind of made me realize that, damn, I, I, it's it's not the story isn't as much fun, you know, when it, stuff like that happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, because they get released in a certain order for a reason. And even if, you know, the entire arc is in a single set, like it is with War of the Spark, for example, (laughs) where we get spoiled about the end of it from an uncommon uh, that gets released, like, in the middle of the uh, release cycle. Um, But yeah, I'm just historically very bad at this sort of thing because I like to consume a lot of media that is sort of adjacent to my hobbies. And this sort of flows into my second thing where... I would like to do more and watch less <laughs> of the the content Ooh. I tend to enjoy uh for magic. Uh specifically, uh I think on MTGO there's a pretty good scene for pauper, uh modern and cube. I've never actually done cube before, but I believe they The
3: vintage cube is always yeah. amazing. And
1: I, I think it's I think it's free sometimes too. Like they let you fit do Phantom Dress. I yeah. have
0: friends who regularly yep. do it and they have a great yep. time with it, so i i i think this is a great one so
1: yeah uh get into all that just do more stuff myself um rather than watching other people do it because watching is fun but uh you know doing it it's just it's different (laughs) um and Mm -hmm. unlike julian i don't want to support my lgs i just want to go on mtto because i hate talking to people
3: (laughs) valid Also, they, the the local
2: LGS, uh, their basement is that's, somewhat scary. And there you go. Yeah. See, mine mine doesn't have a basement, and it's very well lit. There's like a lot of natural light coming in, big windows. Oh, you know, so we're go. we're good. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump back in and hit another one of mine because mine is also similar to Oaks. Uh, not the spoiler free. Even though I will say I think that just the fact that because we're not doing like coverage, I feel like I will stay pretty spoiler free. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, Yuck. there's a set out. I guess oh, I I'm, get I'm to go so look at all 300 cards now because they've all. But um. One of my other uh, resolutions is just to play more, a wider variety of MTG formats. Obviously, we play EDH a lot. Um, I can always play more PDH, but I, you know, I play enough. But um, I talked super highly about when we did modern uh, for the Olympics and stuff. And I think uh, similar to how Eric was mentioning earlier about like Yu Gi Oh and stuff. I've been playing a bunch of Yu Gi Oh and like some Pokemon. And the idea of like being able to play with like a very tuned a uh, smaller, consistent deck, getting to play four of every card, you know, whatever, um, and like learning, really learning the ins and out of a deck, and learning like a meta, as opposed to, Commander is fun, and there's like, anything could happen, but it's like there's a lot more variance, so I'd like to get into Legacy, Modern, uh, maybe even Vintage. This is sort of contingent on like, okay, now we have more time for game night, so maybe you guys want to do some of that, like we did at the Olympics, but um, I would like to do that. I will not be, well... I don't think I will, but maybe, maybe I'll give in. But I, I, I refuse to reinstall uh, Moto. But um, <laughs> you know, I would, I would like to be, I would like to be uh, playing some of those. And since we have uh, ways to play those formats without having to commit financially, mm-hmm. uh, that is something that I would like to get into. I at least know that Oak will play with me. Maybe, maybe we can get all the boys
3: to do a little, little round robin or whatever. Something, something I brought up earlier. Like since we've been playing um, Pokemon a, <laughs> a little bit. Uh, that was kind of the the unsung hero uh, of the Olympics. But I, I definitely agree that playing with a, a consistent deck, like I did I did standard uh, Rakdos, which is Cauldron, and Cauldron oh, Familiar yeah. um, in that era. I, I like playing some of those consistent decks. I have thought about downloading um, Arena again and doing Explorer, which is that Pioneer yeah. variant without all the weird uh, persistent mm-hmm. stuff. I, I definitely like the idea of playing with those kind of decks whether that is more pokemon as a group so we could say dumb things about ducklet uh or it's, you know playing with magic cards and stuff but playing other formats certainly does sound interesting i mean it also gets back to like commander was built as a time waster like if you go back to the original creation of commander there's a bunch of judges looking to kill time and that is why it's like so crazy and all of that it's not like built to be competitive And that's not to say you can't be, but it's still, if you want that sort of, like, playing a ladder or winning events and stuff like that, there are much more satisfying ways to do it. So, I think that might be in in my future a little bit as well.
0: I just realized it'd be so fucking funny if they, in the Lord of the Rings set, I'm sorry, I'm back on this, if they decide (laughs) to universe beyond, like, Godzilla treatment some cards, and they're like, Smeagol, Sneaky Thief, (laughs) and it's just fucking Ragavan, (laughs) baby! (laughs) Ooh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> i think that'd be funny as fuck anyway I,
3: yeah i do wonder if there's going to be any cards that are existing cards like there have to be some i would hope but like all of our 250 card sets have been just new cards it just means we're gonna get a bunch of really dumb like soldiers that are just dumb. men and Rider of Rohan, a, t- a two-one with first strike. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the other rings that aren't the One Ring, just like <laughs> worn power stones. Chib, you want to give your other goal? Oh, my Sorry. other goal. I what is?
0: My I goal? I know I started that tangent, but I, as we approach an Riz. hour and
3: fifteen.
2: Oh, yeah, does yeah, anyone yeah. have anything else? I thought we did most, if not yeah, all. Yeah, my them. my other
3: hope, um, I guess goal, uh, is the I continued depression of the price of staples um continued depression would be bad but once we add of staples to the end of it it gets much better uh dominaria remastered uh gave us a bunch of just like crazy all the tutors got reprinted uh, Jeff, I, I think the
2: words you're versions. looking
3: for here are oh. i want staples to continue to drop in price depreciate i think it's yeah d- but depression sounds like fancy depreciate. depreciate. that's <laughs> yes. the one. Like it pressure. sounds close. They, the, the staples can be sad because they're staples, um, but we, we want them to depreciate in value. We got all of the, the tutors and a bunch of other cool stuff in Dominaria Remastered. All the the other extra expensive cards, like especially the Dragon Cycle from Baldur's Gate and uh, the big enchantments of Strixhaven and Midnight Hunt. I'm thinking like, uh, well, I guess that's Eldraine, the, the Henge and Midnight Massacre and all those that are ridiculous amounts of money get those down a little bit more to where they're they're playable uh one because i would like to use more cool and interesting cards in my 50 dollar decks because again i really like to play with those restrictions and it'd be cool as those prices decrease that we see stuff other than big flashy creatures that get reprinted in every commander set um to be (laughs) down in value at a similar level but also just to make the game more accessible so i we're going to get Booster fun is not going anywhere. Every time a card gets reprinted, it gets reprinted at least three different ways. Uh, That's really good. Let's keep doing that with the super expensive ones.
0: My final goal is... uh, I accomplished my goal from last year. I believe it was either last year or two years ago, maybe both, (laughs) that I set the goal of playing in a tournament. I did it! Woo! (laughs) But yeah, uh, it was a budget CEDH tournament. I don't know how I feel about... Both of those words put together, but I really like both parts, of it. <laughs> uh, and so I want to continue exploring budget magic because we we've all raved about how much we enjoyed our fifty dollars game night, and uh, Chev posted recently the ratings on our fifty dollars game night video or uh, podcast, and it, it seemed like you all really enjoyed it as well. That's double. something that it was double
3: I, every episode around it, including the ones that came out after. <laughs> yeah,
0: it, it's something that I think should the Hex Drinkers return, I would not be surprised if, like severely budget magic, was a big focus that we Ooh, really okay. drilled in on because I, I I think that's content worth exploring and also is something that we all really like. Uh, but also I want to continue exploring competitive magic. I, I don't think budget C D H was exactly right for me, but I think that hopefully with like the the mindset change that I was talking about earlier, I can find my way into a version of competitive magic that I really enjoy and will make me happy.
3: So I think that's that's the end of our, our hopes and goals. But much of that was very personal and, and what we're all planning for kind of the, the new year. But what do we what do we like now that Hex Drinkers as we know it is kind of kind of coming to a close? Um, what what were our thoughts on that, <laughs> Jeff? This isn't on the notes. You
2: don't get to ask these sort of questions. They're not on the notes. I didn't have time to prepare. I didn't study for the test.
3: Kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, didn't put it in the notes, but I feel like we should talk about that. <laughs> any any future opinions of hex Rinkers are irrelevant. But like this has taken up a a large portion of our lives for the past two and a half years. Uh, for those of you who may have just recently joined us and and not really dived into the dove. Uh, You're just killing it with these word choices today, my friend. I've never killed it with word choices. (laughs) Um, We have 89 episodes of this. Uh, Every Tuesday we would get together for several hours to prepare. Sometimes on Wednesday we would prepare decks for this. But it adds up to probably like three to four to five to seven hours a week. So that is something that's being lifted. But also, you know... What were our opinions on the whole experience? I hated every second. "Quote of unquote it. content <laughs> <period>. <laughs>
1: every second. Yeah, pretty garbage. I actually fucking no, hate yeah, you guys. Now. We did put all the money <laughs> towards alcohol. That was great. But <laughs> that was
2: the only reason I stuck uh, around. Yeah, uh, it's because we were making that bank. <laughs> yeah. You know,
1: no, it's was, it was yeah. definitely great. Um, obviously, we certainly would have stuck it out for as long this long if I didn't like it. Um, but uh, I, th- mm-hmm. I think the most important thing for me, at least, is that it forced me to think about magic in different ways whether that be just like like okay we're gonna brew a commander that i would never touch like you know this week or it <laughs> sometimes in yeah. wacky ways like let's make a deck based around a sandwich <laughs> hey just spoilers. Yeah. spoilers i was going bring that
3: up the meatballs <laughs> what do you what do you mean spoilers
0: that's never yeah. coming they'll never know
3: <laughs> the decks are made uh the the notes exist for those of you who want like secret hex drinker lore uh, email us. We yep. dare you. We'll send you the information yep. about the, the Forbidden Sandwich episode. Listen,
2: as far as I'm concerned, when the Hex triggers reunite in the year, like, 2027, that's the first episode. That's the first episode back. Sandwiches, sandwich. motherfucker.
1: Great experience overall for me. And most importantly, mm. it helped me stay connected with you guys. <laughs> so thank you for that.
0: I, I couldn't agree more. I think that the ways in which this has driven me to think differently about Magic, I have at several points in my relationship with Magic kind of stagnated on the game and been like, ah, it's like whatever. And then a Trickers episode would come along where I'd get really excited about it and it would really like reinvigorate my interest in the game. And I feel like that is something that I'm really, really glad that we have had for each other because I know that, maybe not in the same way, but all of us have talked about like, either fatigue or frustration with the game and, like, where it stands mm-hmm. in different ways, but I've also, like, watched all of us get really excited about a certain episode <laughs> after that fact, and I, I'm i glad that we have that resource and have had that experience, but I think that at this point, the constant innovation and refreshing of the burnout is in itself, like, generating a little bit of that same feeling, and so I'm I'm glad we're taking this time to try and figure out what's the most yeah. fun way to keep going if we choose yeah. to.
3: I, I, I agree with a lot of that, especially a bit of a, a hot take, but I'm I'm glad we weren't more successful <laughs> um, in the sense But, Cheb, think of all the extra beer we could have bought. There is the extra beer, and I, I am looking at that and, and sad about it, but I think about, you know, I definitely led the charge in some of them where we found, oh, certain content gets more views. We should do more of that content. And that was our spoiler stuff. That was some of our, our uh, group brews. And things that after a while definitely felt, to me, the most stale of everything we did. We dropped off of doing spoilers probably after Dominari United. Uh, we, we skipped all of Brothers War. Uh, kind of did Infinity and the weird game show thing. Um, and and everything else that came out. <laughs> and I feel great about that. Like, the the content that other people produce and produce really well uh, that gets a lot of views is great, but I've had the most fun when we do our our jank stuff, our never-to-be-released sandwich tribal, our roasts of the commander decks that were really powerful to our friend group. Um, All the times we come up with something, the the Secret sand is every year where we build either custom cards or custom decks, these things that are very personal to us. I'm glad that we weren't uh, blinded by a level of success to neglect those more interesting ideas, in favor of things that we knew would get us more money and more views so i am very glad that we had the, the ability to explore our individual and group relationship with magic in interesting ways with the idea of just wanting to produce something different as opposed to just needing to produce content and i think that has been really helpful um and like oakley said the sticking around with you guys and having something consistent um especially over the course of the pandemic which i know we've talked about a few times on here but like a lot of people would, a lot of people talk about their experiences with the pandemic being incredibly isolating. And while it was in, in certain ways, every time something like that came up I from someone else, I'd be like, oh, that sounds terrible. Anyway, I have game night tonight <laughs> or I'm recording a podcast and need to prepare. And it was that amount of consistency that was really incredible for it as a whole. And it, it came around when I think all of us probably needed it most. Absolutely. Yeah,
2: I echo everything said obviously a great way to stay with the boys and and really expand our mind. I feel like learned a lot about content creation, like Chev said too, and though you know, oh, yeah. if social you if media. you were uh, freaking yeah, the social, social media, media, if you listen to some of those uh, some of those uh, early episodes, the editing was not good <laughs> uh, and the audio quality was shitty, but uh yeah, I think we I think we really came out the other end. And I think to Chev's point of kind of keeping our cre- creative integrity and everything, I think that we had a lot of really cool ideas that we pursued and I think we executed uh, quite well, and I think there's, for as much as this podcast has just kind of been a shit show, w- what a way to go out. We love it, but uh, I think that we've had some really good, insightful, and thought provoking episodes and discussions
3: across the whole thing. So I'm I'm really proud of the the uh, the catalog we've put out. We've done a lot of interesting stuff. Like if you think about the number of different types of episodes we came up with, yes, we have the the traditional ones that were mentioned before, but then you get into the roast, then you get into the Everyone building a different aspect of the same commander um, as opposed to like an Mm -hmm. archetype or uh, all the the individual one offs like the from the vault where we pretend like a new set came out uh, and we we treat it as spoilers and things or all the the stupid stuff we've done on social media where we uh, took pictures and transposed the Theros gods over them when we were like mm. we have to do an Instagram picture <laughs> a day oh <laughs> um, god now I remember, that shit. The, the, the I remember still, that shit the Instagram still the Instagram still exists we would produce different pictures for every single podcast episode as well like the roast was a dinner plate with the card that was being roasted on it and a knife and like all kinds of dumb stuff just to think that to, to feed the engine or like writing a tweet a day on our yeah, official stuff you gotta make the algorithm um, happy
0: not to toot my own horn but I I am so happy we did as much as we did with uh, pre cons. I thought yeah, that was pre-cons a super fun bangers. thing to engage. Pre
3: cons. The national parks. I was just thinking of that. Yeah. Uh, I got my parents a poster of Channel Islands Jeez. National Park for Christmas and thinking of, of building that deck. Or uh, recently traveled with my family down to an area with volcanoes and was like, oh, Eric's uh, Hawaii uh, deck and all that stuff. So. That was that was super cool as well. And the one time Eric streamed, the Monday lunch stream <laughs> Eric streamed yeah. I think occurred. I think it's important to
2: remember that somehow all four of us have put out multiple high quality articles. Do you all remember that shit? Yes.
3: Yes. True. Oh. Still waiting for the top 10 mountains. True. For- uh, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll wait. For I'll the die. They're, they're all number one, Chev. They're all
1: number one. If
3: it produces red mana, we're good.
2: Chev, <laughs> yep. as I was framing that statement, I was like, I have to make sure, but I know that Oak has put out, I think, exactly two articles. So we technically Gary. all have put yep. out
3: multiple articles. Also, I'm paying for the website for in perpetuity. Like that website's not going anywhere. Yep. All our written content, uh, it's going to be available. Well, listen, you never know when,
2: you know, sometime in the the near or distant future, you just happen to accidentally click on your old bookmark of the Hexdrinkers website because, you know, you're not going to get rid of that, uh, dear viewer, uh, listener. And you never know, you might see that little button say, hey, we're live, man. Yeah, what's up.
3: <laughs> or it won't <laughs> You'll because my won. Raspberry <laughs> Pi got unplugged.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's right. For the, for the viewers at home, we're, we're going to keep it high level for quote-unquote security concerns. Every time you visit the Hexdrinkers website – a little bit of your traffic goes through Oak's house. Oak, it's, why are you uh, stealing these people's data? <laughs>
1: <laughs> these people are stealing
3: my yeah, bandwidth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> true, true.
0: <laughs> oh shit. Uh, anyway, uh, refresh the Hexdrinker's website as quickly as yeah. possible for a fun little effect. somewhere out there in the
1: <laughs> it's world would be really mad. All Oak's of in the kitchen. He's
2: like, "Why did the light just flicker? What the hell?" <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are, are you in the house? <laughs> oh
3: God! Yeah, top ten forests being the only one that was ever printed. I, hey, that's I maintain all those forests. Fucking I, I was
2: ready to they go are. top ten islands. I thought I I thought the mountains were going to come out, and then I was going to follow up. <laughs>
3: Yeah, Why not post
0: Top yeah, Ten Islands? Sure. Why not have that be a send-off?
3: Yeah, after the first year it didn't come out, Julian, that one's on I you. I thought you we were going play in order. forever. In what
0: order?
2: <laughs> in order that Eric put it out, and then you were like, oh, I want next. And I was like, all right, bet. I'll reverse, get in behind Reverse him. order.
1: <laughs> we're doing Gerbu. <laughs> all right, right, we'll listen.
2: Listen, Ger- listen, listen, listen. Maybe one day. The top ten Ooh. islands will be out there. At this Ooh. point there's like ten billion different islands for me to look through, so it's gonna take a year just for me to fucking narrow down my top ten.
0: Uh what do you you think I was looking at eleven forests?
3: <laughs> these are the top ten of them. the eleven forests. <laughs> my man I just looked at. at the first page of Scryfall
2: <laughs> results and he was like, Yeah, I think these will do it. Let's send them
3: there was a thorough
0: review including three honorable mentions i'm gonna back at these and you know good fucking. i don't think
2: i ever read that article because i didn't realize there were honorable mentions
0: fuck you
2: (laughs) i really appreciate eric put his hand up but you have like the zoom like auto blur and your hand was in there so it you could have been putting your middle finger up but it was just blurred (laughs) like we're on censored cable (laughs) jesus
3: anyway All all right any last things we want to say to our to our audience for the foreseeable future Thank you to the audience again
2: for coming with us on this wild ride. We appreciate all the support, all the listens, everything. Hopefully gone, but not forgotten. And what's the other one? It's not goodbye. It's see you later. Some shit like
0: that. I don't know. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened, baby. Goodbye. I'm hitting the stop button.
3: We're uh we're we're the hex drinkers. Uh we hope we leveled up your game. And there's half of that that I forgot. And ours. What, we what hope we, we leveled up ours
1: too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we
1: hope we leveled up our game and yours. Good night.